Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. What I'm going to cover in today's episode is just some work capacity templates. Um, so let's just get into this. So work capacity with regards to the athletic development hierarchy, which I've already covered in the last few episodes, work capacity is on that third level of the athletic development hierarchy. So the foundational level of the athletic development hierarchy is our nutrition, supplementation, circadian rhythms, lifestyle, mental, emotional, spiritual well-being. And if you want to put mental, emotional, spiritual well-being under the umbrella of psychology or psychological health, you can. Uh, then after that, we have our movement quality. That's where our FMS comes in. And then after that, we have our work capacity. So what is work capacity? I got this definition from Vern Gambetta. So work capacity essentially is the ability to tolerate a high workload, the ability to recover from the workload sufficiently for the next training session and or game or competition, and the ability to resist fatigue. So their definitions from uh, Vern Gambetta. Um, with that second one, the ability to recover from the workload, you know, ability to recover from workloads of very high intensity sufficiently for the next train session uh, work uh, train session and or game competition uh, how then can we measure work capacity my three main choices are rest and heart rate taken over five to seven days a yo-yo intermittent recovery test i use the level two and then a one minute rest and heart rate after the completion of the yo-yo test now with regards to yo-yo tests like i actually was talking about this on strengthcoach.com today with a with a with a one of the guys at strengthcoach.com he was saying he likes to use the 150 meter shuttle run and he was asking me, is the 150 meter shuttle run not also an indication of someone's aerobic capacity? And it is. I think that's going to last six minutes in duration. You're, you're still going to get a huge contribution from the aerobic system and get a look at someone's overall aerobic development. But I still prefer the yo-yo intermittent recovery test uh, with alactic aerobic sports. So what are good scores then would be for the rest and heart rate taken over five, seven days, anything below 60 beats per minute, consistently below 60 beats per minute or lower um, is a good indication that someone has a fairly decent uh, aerobic system uh, with the yo-yo intermittent recovery test I like people to get over 1200 meters and then after one minute after the completion of the yo-yo test I like to do like to take the person's rest and heart rate and if their heart rate has dropped by about 40 or even 50 beats um, or more uh, within 60 seconds that that's an indication that they have a fairly well developed aerobic system so how can we train aerobic capacity? So that's basically what I'm going to get into here now. What I like to do basically is use some circuit type stuff for developing aerobic capacity. Things like you know tri sets, quad sets, but mainly general circuits and time circuits. General circuits would be things like that have, that have a very set uh, work to rest ratio, like 30, 30, uh, 40, 20, stuff like that. And then other time circuits like escalating density training. But the the actual intensity with weight lifted would not be uh, would not be like true escalating density training that's really more so used for fat loss and the, the maintenance of muscle mass. It's more so just for general work capacity. So the, the, the intensity with regards to RM lifted or the weight lifted wouldn't be uh, quite as heavy as it would be with a, with a true escalating density session. So I'm going to give you some sample program templates to flick back here to the PowerPoint. So here's a sample warm up with work capacity. So and I've already kind of covered the the you know the structure with regards to the sessions um in the previous podcast, but you know essentially here we'd have some self myofascial release uh, uh some sort of FMS corrective, um so here's a three day template actually show day one and day five are linear days day three is a multi directional day day two and four will be our tempo running days, uh so with the dynamic warm this was actually an old template where both linear days we were focusing on ten meter acceleration. Um, kind of based off like a, an old Alvar Meal template. So essentially, it was day one here, linear dynamic warm up. Then we went into some explosive uh, jumps and hops. Day one was non counter 
uh, linear hurdle hops, two sets of five, and then one set of five counter movement linear hurdle hops. That was day one. The med ball throw on day one was a horizontal chest throw, two sets non counter movement, and one set counter movement, and there was both five reps on all those three sets. Then we went into acceleration wall drill, then we went into some 10 meter sprints, just one set of five reps. Is it one set of five? No, one set of six with uh, just about a 60 second break in between with two points start. So the volume there is not too high, fairly short. And um, because again, the emphasis isn't on really, um, you know, it isn't really on a lot of speed work. It isn't really on a lot of power work. And um, it's more so on developing overall work capacity. So again, whenever I'm designing programs, I'll always have um, every quality, every biomore quality, or almost every biomore quality within a program. It's just that I'll always emphasize one main quality. So in this case, work capacity is what I'm emphasizing here. The day, th day two then was our tempo day. Day three then multi-directional again, same more fast release. FMS corrected. Then some multi-directional warm up. Then we went to some explosive hops. They were two sets of three non-counter movement linear medial hurdle hops and one set of three counter movement linear medial hurdle hops. Then we went into half kneeling uh, rotational throws, three sets of five, um, and then we went into some uh, cutting and crossover wall drills. And then we went into some multi-directional speed drills that were planned, just a shuffle to base, crossover to base, and a directional step. Um, just directional step, yeah, directional step, acceleration. Direct, directional step is essentially where you're kind of facing side on and you say go and you sprint either to your left-hand side, right-hand side to a specific destination. And these, drin these drills here actually say planned in brackets, so they were planned, meaning that the athlete was told you're shuffling from here to here or crossing over from here to here or they weren't actually random day five then was essentially the exact same as day one except instead of doing uh, jumps we did hops we did linear hurdle hops we did one set so we did two sets of five non-counter linear hurdle hops one set non-counter linear hurdle hops um, and then we did an underhand uh, underhand overhead backwards throw two sets of five non-counter movement one set of five counter movements and then we went into wall drill again and accelerations now you could make that fifth day an absolute speed day so you're doing more elastic reactive type jumps or hops you're doing more of an elastic type um medicine ball throw and you're doing absolute speed wall drills and then you're going to some absolute speed runs where you could have maybe just done one set of three even uh, flying turkeys or something like that because again the emphasis here is work capacity so let me see now templates then first template here is actually based off kind of escalating density training but it's not true escalating density training so a person comes in athlete comes in does a sort of a clean variation now if this is an experienced athlete and they're just kind of coming back from a long layoff or an injury you know it, it, they're just doing this just to kind of reintroduce it getting getting the technique back or just getting the feel for doing olympus back if it's a beginner they're just learning the technique so it could be just light hand clean power clean technique type stuff whatever way you specifically teach it you know three sets of five then uh, back squat three sets of five so a is power clean b back squat and then the main sort of emphasis here the training is going to be these three circuits coming up so we have two escalating density circuits that are anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes so you might do a progression of week one is 10 minutes week two is 12 and a half and last week then is 15 minutes um and then we have uh for this one here i have back squat or gobble squat uh, 15 rm uh, paired up with a dumbbell row here and it's a 15 rm and it's anywhere from five reps to one rep but generally work capacity you should be able to keep it in five five because the weight shouldn't be that heavy that you're fatiguing like in true escalating density training that you do for body composition second circuit then is just kettlebell swing with dumbbell press 
Uh, now, obviously, if this is a beginner, you you know you'll be tailing these exercises down. They'll probably do a gobble squat, and they probably might do even just like a, a dumbbell deadlift instead of kettlebell swing stuff like that. I'm just kind of giving you a sample program of of someone who obviously is able to execute these lifts with optimal technique. Um, so you know, use your sort of common sense when I, when I'm giving you these templates. Uh, kettlebell swings with uh, dumbbell press. That's our D1 and D2. So just quickly again, the the A was our power clean variation. If you want to make that an A1, A2 could be some sort of corrective. You could do that. B then was our back squat, um, and then we went into our circuit. C1, C2 was the, the a squat variation with a dumbbell row. Um, so the, the RM here as I said is about 15 RM and it's done for 5 reps backwards and forwards for the allotted time so as I said week 1 would be 10, week 2 12 and a half, week 3 15 and then week 4 could be a deload or you may drop it and go into your next block of training or you may even actually not deload and even increase the time again as I said I think in the previous podcast with work capacity you don't really have to deload work capacity essentially because the intensity with regards to weight lifted and even like with regards to the amount of speed and power work done is pretty low and work capacity is more so about getting a lot of volume and kind of medium intensity to get that work capacity up then you can uh, you can do a bit of core work at the end of that and then you might go with some tempo runs aerobic plyometrics or explosive repeats after that session I'll get into those at the end um, then day two in the gym you might do a snatch variation for your for your Olympic lift um, if it's a beginner you might just go with just clean all the way across getting to learn to clean first and then learn to snatch or if you like teaching snatch before clean whatever way you want to do it. but down here I just have some snatch three sets of five then we have bench press variation three sets of five then we're going to our circuits this day I have a half kneeling two arm high cable row uh, paired with some sort of split squat variation again they're at about a 15 rm and they're going for five repetitions back and forth for the for the allotted time and again same progression with regards to week one two and three that is in the last one so 10 12 and a half 15 that was our c1 c2 d1 d2 we have remaining deadlift paired up with a push-up and then again 15 rm with the remaining deadlift bodyweight push-up and you're just going five five do a bit of core and then you could finish off with some tempo runs aerobic plyometrics or explosive repeats i generally do explosive repeats or aerobic plyometrics at the end because tempo runs we do in the days in between the gym work day three then same olympic lift variation three sets of five then it's a uh, a chin or pull-up variation three sets of five and then our circuits this day c1 c2 is a trap bar deadlift nice and light about 15 to 20 rm you could even go up to 20 rm but down actually on this powerpoint it says 12 to 15 rm 12 might be a little bit heavy for some people about roughly about 15 rm something you can comfortably hit five reps for for a lot of time paired up with an overhead press same overhead press variation 15 rep 15 rm uh, again, you're going five reps, five reps. D1, D2 then is a reversal variation, TRXR variation, five reps, and then core. Anything obviously with external load is going to be 15 RM, and then body weight stuff is just body weight stuff. And then finishing off after the core work, you might do some again uh, plyometrics or explosive repeats. So that's one template. I think I've got I don't know how many templates I have. I have a few templates. I think I have six overall. I'll just go through five of them. Next one then might be, this is the next one. So it, it follows the same sequence in that the explosive lift or Olympic variation is going to be the A lift. Three sets of five. I have a trapper here, B, three sets of five to five or six reps. And then we go into a circuit. It's kind of like a giant set. It's five exercises back to back. It's a C1 through to C5. It's trap bar deadlift pair. Uh, trap bar deadlift to C1. C2 is one arm overhead press. C3 is a dumbbell goblet reverse lunge or some sort of reverse lunge variation just has goblet in this particular in this particular slide and then a half kneel and two arm cable row and then it's four to six rounds of 10 to 15 reps so 15 is your aim and you just go around one to the other and uh, sorry and then C5 actually is a core exercise so you're doing five exercises back to back your work to rest ratio is uh, a one to one work to rest ratio or use your rest and heart rate 
but again your heart rate shouldn't be getting up too high like you shouldn't be off the charts when we're really working on work capacity work capacity is more so just getting kind of a lot of time uh like a lot of uh duration in with not a shit ton of like intensity like you shouldn't be like dying gasping it's not body composition type training it's more just to get a general aerobic base up um, to improve that overall aerobic capacity so that is day one example two day two example two we have again Olympic lift is our first one three sets of five a bench press variation three sets of five or six reps kind of the higher end of that kind of strength bracket uh, and then again our C1 to C5 circuit this day is a dumbbell row variation a split squat variation a dumbbell press variation a kettlebell swing um, and again obviously tailor that back to someone if, it's, you know, if this is a beginner like they won't be doing swings in day one of course they won't you know you have to progress them to that shit so you, you you know you can put another hip dominant exercise in there so again use 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 your common sense when i'm giving out these exercises and then a core exercise again four to six rounds of anywhere from 10 to 15 reps so 15 is the aim you can drop back to 10 but you really with work capacity i'd like you to be still hitting you know in around in around 15 now like i wouldn't like you to be like you shouldn't be struggling after you know your third round of that and like barely getting 10 if you know what i mean like if you're kind of just dropping back to you know 13 12 11 10 reps in around your last round or two that's kind of what you want like with this type of work you should be able to hold the conversation get a sweat going but you shouldn't be dying all right uh, and again sorry with these just like with the very first sample of programs i gave the kind of edt ones you can finish off the sessions obviously with some aerobic plyometrics and explosive repeats uh day three sample two is the same here so an olympic lift uh, then it's a heavy chin push-up variation Vol the volume i have here like i just have three by five down for all the olympic variations and three by five or six for those kind of main strength lifts whether it's a trap bar or squat in day one bench kind of in day two and chin pull up in day three but i mean like, you can fiddle those around any way you want um like you know you you could do like five sets of three in the olympic lift you know what i mean five sets of three on the strength work but I'm just in these samples that's just what i have there then again the main emphasis is this work capacity so we have a circuit to do that here so c1 through to c5 four to six rounds 10 to 15 repetitions this time we have a push-up uh then a remaining deadlift trx variation dumbbell goblet squat and then a core exercise same regards work to rest ratio one to one or use a rest and heart rate so if the heart rate goes up a little bit weight like comes back down to your rest your general rest and heart rate or like you know some people say you know weight like gets back down to like 120 130 and then go again then we can do a uh, row reply metrics and explosive repeats um that's sample two now with this actual example so so far we've gone through example one and example two so this is example two um now what i've just talked about there was example uh, day three of example two now there's another sometimes i like to do this tempo day that i got from joel jameson so a tempo day might look like this so on that third day you might do something like an Olympic lift, three sets of five, a pull chin up, three sets of six is the B, C1, C2 could be a push up with a Romanian deadlift, and it's three sets of eight to ten repetitions with three seconds down and three sec seconds up, uh, kind of like a tempo tempo effort, and then D1, D2 is a TRX and a dumbbell gobble squat with three sets of eight to ten and three down, three up. Now that dumbbell gobble squat could also be, you know, uh, a back squat as well. Um, uh, again because the weight is going to be very light and it's just easier on the grip if you're going to be that much time under tension but the essential the idea of the tempo is to induce hypoxia help with like kind of type 1 hypertrophy and oxidative oxidative capacities of type 2 uh, fibers and help with computerization and mitochondrial biogenesis and all that type of good stuff that's supposed to happen but it's another nice one you can do as well you can type it in on that day three of that example too instead of doing the five exercises back to back in that day three so day one example three 
might be hard to follow along on the um, podcast here. I'll try maybe and get these into a PDF and stick them up so you maybe can follow along. We have an Olympic lift again as A, uh, main strength lift as B, trap bar deadlift here, three sets of six. That could be a squat variation if you want. Then we have a time circuit of two, two, two. We do two rounds of this same circuit for 10 to 15 repetitions, or 15, not repetitions. We do two rounds of 10 to 15 minutes of this circuit. So it's, it's four exercises back to back. C1, C2, C3, C4. It's a trap bar deadlift with a, one, with a half knee and two arm high cable row, a dumbbell goblet reverse lunge, and an overhead press variation. That, and that could be a barbell reverse lunge to a goblet one. 10 to 15 repetitions. You go for either 10 minutes, 12 and a half minutes, 15 minutes, depending on the week. Uh, you take a break for three to five minutes, and then you go again with the same circuit. So you essentially that circuit twice. Uh, and then you do a core exercise. Now you could put a core exercise in there as your C5 as well. And this slide here actually it's, it's down as a separate thing. Uh, but you could have that as a C5 instead of having it as a separate thing. And then do some aerobic plyometrics or explosive repeats. Then day two, same format again. Day two, example three, we have Olympic lift, bench press, then the time circuit. C1 through to C4 is a split squat variation, a dumbbell row variation, a kettlebell swing, and a dumbbell press. And then there's a core exercise once you've finished your two rounds of your circuits. Again, you could slip that in. I probably should slip that in and make a bit more sense. This sample I didn't have it in for some reason. Just didn't. Don't know why. Anyway, uh, Roy Plyometrics was repeats to finish off with. Day three then, same Olympic lift. Then it's a, a heavy pull chin-up uh, variation. Um, again, three, I have down here for three sets of six. You can have three sets of five or three sets of five or six. The Olympic lift is three sets of five. Um, time circuit between C1 C4 we have a squat variation TRX row variation remaining deadlift push up and the reps are 10 to 15 core and then finish off with a row plyometric explosive repeats then we have this is the last one I'm going to do this is the one actually I really do like because the progressive overload with this this one here is where you can actually keep the, the session the same length all the time but you're changing the kind of work to, to work to rest ratio with regards to the circus this is where we're doing 30 30 35 25 and 40 20 i'll explain that a little more so day one here again a olympic lift whether it's a technique with a beginner or it's just kind of maintenance or introduction with someone who sorry whether it's technique or introduction with a beginner or if it's just a maintenance load sort of uh, explosive strength stuff through the olympic lift with a more advanced lifter and maybe why this person has poor work capacity if they're advanced is because they're coming off an, an injury or just a layoff or whatever usually advanced at least won't have bad work capacity because they have a sufficient training age but you never know but anyway if it's a beginner they're just going through technique if it's more advanced athlete it's just a maintenance load then same with the with the deadlift beginner they're just you know they're just learning it's introductory strength stuff three sets of six here if it's just uh, an athlete with some sort of experience it's just a maintenance load of strength while they're getting that work capacity up now you can actually get some athletes who are pretty strong and explosive and actually don't have great work capacity you know those really sort of type two kind of fiber guys so you know you may get that but more often than not generally most at least i think that most people are working here will have some you know fairly decent work capacity or engines on them it, particularly they play field sports anyway the circuit here then is i have it down for anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes that essentially is anywhere from six to eight rounds so it's it's uh it, every exercise is one minute um now it's not done for one minute there's one minute allocated for the exercise it's a c1 through to c5 uh, this particular circuit is a trap bar deadlift, a one arm overhead press, a lunge variation, a half knee on cable row variation, and a anterior core. So just even say a plank, right? And week one essentially you do thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off. So essentially to go through one round of that is five minutes. Thirty minutes then means you did six rounds of that. Forty minutes means you did eight rounds. 
the progressive overload in week two is not to increase not to increase the, the circuit length like or do an extra round it's just to increase the work to rest ratio of the actual exercise so while week one was 30 30 week two is 35 25 week three then is 40 20 uh week four you can keep it at 40 20 and just bring it down to maybe only uh three rounds instead of six or four instead of eight or just cut off week four and go into your next block or even if you want to increase it again you could <clears throat> there are some options then you can finish off again with some aerobic plyometric explosive repeats day two then olympic lift bench press variation is there a and or b then our circuit or c1 to c5 we have a split squat variation a row vari a dumbbell row variation a kettlebell swing a dumbbell press variation and then some lateral or rotational core variation again same progression week one is 30 30 week two 35 25 week four 40 20 so just again so that means 30 30 means 30 seconds on 30 seconds off then move to the next exercise, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. And then week two means you go 35 on, 25 off, move to the next exercise. Last week then, 40 seconds on, 20 off. When you've done, move to your next exercise. Keep going around until you've done all your rounds. And then day three, sample four. We have Olympic lift three sets of five. Chin pull-up three sets of six. Uh, circuit, yeah, circuit then C1 through C5 is a Romanian deadlift, push-up, a gobble squat, uh, T-Rex row or anterior corner you could have went squat variation T-Rex row um, push up remaining deadlift anterior core or, or remaining deadlift push up anterior core because um, some people might be like oh remaining deadlift and then you did the barbell squat after remaining deadlift but in circuits like this it doesn't really matter so it doesn't because the, the squat isn't going to be that heavy uh, again same sequence 30-30 30-25 and 40-20 over the 3 weeks of the progression and then finish off with some Roy plyometrics and explosive repeats and that is four templates did I give you four or was it four or five that was four templates that we've done there uh, so with the explosive repeats here's a sample so after you've done like one of those circuits you might do as I said explosive repeats or plyometrics or, or aerobic plyometrics explosive repeats is essentially this uh, we're going to pair up bodyweight squats with rope slams week one we're going to do 12 total minutes we're going to do six rounds of 10 seconds on 50 seconds off but you're going as hard as you possibly can for those 10 seconds rest 50 seconds so essentially A1 here is bodyweight squats do bodyweight squats fast as you can with as much force as you can for 10 seconds rest 50 seconds you go over to your ropes you slam the rope as hard as you can for 10 seconds rest 50 seconds back to your squats you do that till you have six rounds done which is essentially 10 minutes 10 50 60 seconds uh six of each is 12 12 minutes total right we two it actually decreases into 10 minutes total time because the rest it's gone from a work to rest ratio of 10 50 to 10 40 so now you're doing 10 seconds on with only 40 seconds rest it's the same exercises and it's the same sort of method so it's body weight squat hard as you can for 10 rest 40 seconds move over to the rope hard as you can for 10 rest 40 seconds back to body weight squats six rounds each and that only comes out to roughly about 10 minutes of work 50 seconds each altogether for the six rounds of each exercise so it's coming out 10 minutes uh, week 3 decreases even more you're actually going now from 10 to 40 to 10 seconds on 30 seconds off so it's only about 8 minutes of work it's still 6 rounds though for each exercise and then week 4 you can drop it off or you maintain it at 10.30 and just drop it down to maybe only 5 rounds so you're only doing 6 minutes uh, that's one sample and you can do the same thing again with kettlebell swings and overhead med ball slams as your two exercises your A1 and A2 it's the same progression in regards to week 1 it's 12 total minutes it's 10 seconds on 50 seconds off six rounds week two it's 10 seconds on 40 seconds off six rounds week three it's 10 seconds on 30 seconds off six rounds week four can be 10, 10 seconds on 30 off so you're maintaining that sort of 10 30 just dropping the volume or else you could drop week four off or you could progress again if you wanted to like i wouldn't i wouldn't go down to 10 20 though it wouldn't be just enough rest i'd probably if i was progressing i'd probably increase the the, the rounds at that uh volume 
but generally I just decrease it or I drop it out and go into my next block. I generally do about three or three to four weeks of work capacity work, and I generally either just drop off the fourth week or I'll just deload it a little bit. Then in row reply metrics, what we have in row reply metrics is same sort of premise, just different sort of method. It's still it's you know you're still just trying to work on aerobic capacity. Uh, with two exercises again, uh, it's body weight squats with standing med ball slams. Week one, week two, week three are all ten minutes in duration. The progressive overloadness is that the rest interval decreases. So this is what you'll do. I'll do a body weight squat jump. 10 repetitions I'll rest 30 seconds then I'll do a med ball slam 10 reps rest 30 seconds and I keep doing that back and forth 10 reps rest and 30 seconds in between squat jumps med ball slams until I have 10 minutes done then week 2 is the exact same thing except instead of resting 30 seconds between the rounds it's only 20 week 3 is the same but now I'm down to 10 seconds of rest and then week 4 you could drop it off or you could deload it by only going 6 rounds and it's 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 just 10 reps with 10, 10 reps on 10 seconds off 10 reps on 10 seconds off and then another option is the exact same method again, but instead of doing bodyweight squat jumps, med ball slams, you could do uh, some bodyweight lateral bounds and a med ball uh, chest pass off a wall. That's the same progression of what I just spoke out there. So that is some work capacity stuff right there. Let me see, and here's a template actually right here. Template I have laid out, actually laid out here. So we have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we have a week template here. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This is when we're doing our power, speed, Olympic lifts, strength work, and then our main work capacity circuits. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, we're doing tempo running or a med ball tempo. So here's an example of Monday. Again, this was uh, an old template where I was, it's uh, like, um, I kind of structured these old templates off kind of like some Alvin Meals old stuff so Al Al would kind of have some templates where you know he'd be just focusing on linear acceleration so he'd say 0 to 10 so Monday and Friday you're just doing acceleration work and then Wednesday you might be doing multi-directional stuff um, where you know you might do kind of more of an, um, you might do a, a template and Al actually does templates like this too and it's more like you, you'd see this with Atlee's performance where Monday is a linear acceleration day, Wednesday is a multi-directional day, and Friday is an, is an absolute speed day. So I've obviously seen Aldo that too where Monday could be a 0 to 10 and then uh, Friday might be 0 to 30 type stuff. So he's doing kind of more absolute speed. Um, and he's doing more sort of elastic jumps and hops and med ball trolls. So uh, Alex performance, I think I spoke about that in one of the last podcasts too. They kind of do that template where it's you know a linear acceleration focus on the Monday. It might be uh, multi-directional on the Wednesday and then the Friday or whenever it is the day three. That would be your absolute speed day. So you could do it like that as well. You definitely can do it like that as well. Um, so just with this template here, we have a warm up. Then we have some of our, it says explosive or elastic jumps or hops, 15 to 20 repetitions total volume. And then we have very low volume to medium intensity explosive throws. Then we have some very low volume, high intensity linear speed or linear acceleration that says 50 to 80 meters total volume. So one set of five would be just 50 meters or one set of six would be 60 meters. Then we have low volume to high intensity Olympic lifting, 15 uh, total reps. So that might be five sets of three, three sets of five. Uh, then we have very low volume strength work, 15 to 18 total reps, three sets of five, three sets of six, and then high volume medium intensity work capacity circuits, and it just says 16 minutes. So that's how Monday kind of looks here on this table. Uh, the Tuesday, Thursday, Friday set are tempo days, so that's just tempo running anywhere from, really anywhere from, um, 
that's kind of low volume on that actually yeah anywhere really from about 1800 to even 3000 meters you could really be doing so anywhere from like essentially two kilometers to three kilometers worth of tempo running you could do you break that into hundreds or two hundreds and then you can also do some med ball throws anywhere from like a total of 500 med ball throws so tempo med ball is something where you might get like a light enough med ball and you'll do things like 25 chest throws off the wall just kind of just back and forth like one two one two like you know just kind of like a one one tempo one 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 then you might just do some slams in the ground 25 you might then do some like wood choppers 25 and then you might even do uh sort of like a squat to stand like chopping the ball across your body 25 each side um or even rotational throws 25 each side or something along those lines and you just basically you know you keep going until you've done your allotted amount of volume so if you're if you're down to do 25 sorry if you're down to do 500 throws you could actually do uh 20 20 20 chest passes off the wall 20 slams off the ground so that's 40 uh 20 wood choppers that's 60 20 rotational throws left 20 rotational throws right that's 100 do that five times there's your tempo med ball circuit done and that's very nice on days when it's really bad weather which you can get here in ireland or northern european kind of weathers or north england uh, or new england kind of areas in america wednesday then low volume low intensity or low volume sorry low yeah low volume to low or to high intensity explosive or elastic hops now that may sound confusing to people low volume to low intensity low intensity or high intensity the reason i say that is because actually and it's funny uh, if you go back to the last episode i spoke about this you could get an athlete where his two most limiting biomotor qualities are his work capacity and, and his elastic reactive strength so this guy then actually is very strong and explosive but his work capacity is not too great and his elastic reactive capabilities aren't brilliant and maybe his linear acceleration is great but his absolute speed isn't great because of his elastic reactive capabilities aren't great so as i said in the last podcast his actual two blocks will be block a will be a work capacity emphasis with introductory loads of elastic reactive type work and then block b is very heavily elastic reactive type work and absolute speed work so that guy would be doing some kind of elastic type jumps and hops in his work capacity block which are technically you know of a high intensity on the nervous system so that's why on this template it says low volume to low intensity or maybe high intensity because elastic jumps and hops are actually high intensity whereas explosive jumps can be anywhere from low intensity to high or to medium intensity depending on how they're executed so like if i explode up and land on a box that's not that high and that's not that much of a high intensity because technically i only landed from a few inches so if I have a beginner here doing this work capacity template, they'll probably just start off, you know, jumping on a box or jumping uh, or hopping onto a box or hopping over a low hurdle and sticking the landing or jumping over, you know, not too high of a hurdle and sticking the landing, stuff like that. So the intensity isn't as intense as it would be with the first sample I gave of someone who's doing work capacity and then going into a very heavy emphasis elastic reactive type block after speed block. So that's why on this template here that I'm talking about that you guys can't see, well, maybe hopefully I get it from the PDF because I think that would really help guys follow along. It says low volume to low intensity or maybe high intensity because if it's an elastic reactive true plyometric, it's high intensity. But if it's just a jump or a kind of a you know a, a jump on a box or a low box or a hop on a low box, it's actually not the high intensity. So you may call that low intensity. But total volume will be only 15, 20 repetitions. Then we do very low volume, medium intensity, explosive throw, maybe just 10 repetitions, 10 to 15 repetitions. So if you do two sets of five or or uh, three sets of five 
Um, then we go into our multi-directional drills, multi-directional speed drills, very low volume to medium to high intensity. Then we go into our Olympic lift, low volume, high intensity, 15 total reps strength, then very low volume, high intensity, 15 to 18 reps total. Um, so by when I say 15 reps total, like an Olympic lift, that could be like three sets of five, as I was saying for most of the templates. Then with the strength, 15 to 18 could be anywhere from three sets of five to three sets of six, which is 15 to 18 total repetitions. Then we go into our work capacity circuit, anywhere from 60 minutes. Final day, then Friday, final day, that would be, I mean, as in regards to the high intensity, the more high intensity days or days in the gym. Uh, we're back to a linear emphasis day again after the warm up, after we do our corrective work with the FMS and then our dynamic warm up, we're into some low volume low volume uh, low intensity or high intensity explosive or elastic jumps or hops depending on what the emphasis is for that particular individual 15 to 20 reps total volume so by 15 to 20 reps total volume that means like um, it might be so three sets of five so if it's let's say we're doing a non-counter type hurdle jump that might be just three sets of five or we might do two sets of five non-counter one set of five counter jump or a hop depending or if it's an elastic type stuff he might just do two sets of ten elastic type stuff you know what I mean if it's uh, again because it's a work capacity block so he's only, he's only going to do you know two sets of ten on that then we might do very low volume mid intensity ex explosive throws anywhere from 10 to 15 repetitions so two sets of five or three or three sets of five you might just do one set non-counter one set counter or two sets non-counter one set counter or if, if it's an elastic react if it's if it's more of an absolute speed day that friday he might just do you know uh two sets of five where he uh elastic jump where he does a jump into it and then throws it if it's an absolute speed day then the very low very low volume high intensity linear speed if it's an acceleration day as it is here in this exact template it's just 50 to 80 meters again like it was in day one so you might just do a set of five 10 meter accelerations if it was an absolute speed day you might just do no more than 90 meters total volume like one one set of three flying flying thirties um then you might do then you go into your olympic lifts uh, again same as the last two 15 reps total volume maybe you know as i said three sets of five then very low volume high intensity strength so that day on that friday was the heavy chins so anywhere from three sets of five to six so 15 to 8 total reps then we go to work capacity circuit 60 total a minute um and actually this is an old template where there wasn't wall drills in it so you might want to put like you know just things like wall drills in it even though yeah probably not well yeah well, I'll look into doing that. So that was an old template that actually didn't have Walters and it was just it was just your warm up. Then your you went your plyo med ball your plyo med ball volume. So your plyometric, well your jump or plyometric depending on what you're doing volume. Your your medicine ball throw volume. Your linear your your linear multi-directional speed volume. Your Olympic lift strength work volume and then your assistance work or in this case work by circuit volume is what's on this actual template. How long have I been talking here for? Thirty four minutes. Not too bad. Yeah, usually half an hour. Try and keep this this stuff to. Uh, so hope that made some sense I think what I'll do is I'll just maybe go through one last thing a template where it's a uh, where it's a two linear days one multi-directional but one linear day is absolute speed one linear day is acceleration so you can just have an idea of it um, so let me just go through this so Day one will say is linear acceleration, do FMS corrective or whatever is the FMS weakling for an individual, do dynamic warm up, then we'll go into our uh, explosive jumps or hops, you could do jumps or hops or you could do both, to, both on the one day. Um, we'll keep the volume low enough because against work capacity so we don't really spend too much time on this side of things. So day one we'll just do linear hurdle jumps, two sets of five, non-counter, one set of five, counter movement. 
the Menace Maltro, two sets of five, non-counter, uh, horizontal chest row, one set of five, counter move chest row. And if you really want to save time, you can just go one set of five, non-counter, one set of five, counter. And then wall drills, acceleration wall drills, I'll get into that. That's where you kind of do posture holds, as I said earlier on. Then you might do some load and lift and leg exchange. Literally that work only takes, you know, three to five minutes to execute. And then just do maybe one set of five to six, 10 meter accelerations and a two point start. Day three, then multi-directional day. Again, doing some FMS corrective, whatever the FMS weekly is for that guy, or whatever corrective work you want to do. It doesn't have to be FMS, whatever, whatever is in your philosophy. I don't want to get into any more sort of debates about the FMS. Uh, multi-directional warm-up. Then we'll go into some explosive hops. And non-counter movement or counter movement. Roughly about two sets of three non-counter, one set of three counter movement. Lateral or medial hurdle hops. Uh, you could even put a bound, some bounding in there if you wanted a bound progression, like non-counter counter movement bound, like just low volume, maybe a set of five each side, if you wanted to, just this volume, or this sample here I just have, hops, then the explosive medball throw said, for here just a half knee on throw, three sets of five each side, wall drills then, cutting and, cutting and a sh or sorry, a shuffle or sorry, it's a cutting, cutting and shuffle are the same shuffle, wall drill and a crossover wall drill Posture holds and load and lift, and load and lift will just do sets of three as we would on the acceleration. And then we have some multi-directional drills like a shuffle the base, crossover the base, and directional step. Now the absolute speed day, same with the sort of corrective work. Warm-ups I use are kind of similar. We'll do a little more, maybe more sort of skipping and maybe straight leg sort of type skipping in the warm-up. Uh, it's not, it's not, my warm-ups aren't a whole lot different between the acceleration and absolute speed day. It's more so the plyos, the jumps, and the, the drills, and the actual speed work itself are more different. So, because it's an absolute speed day, we know that elastic reactive strength has more correlation with absolute speed. So, the, 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 we'll actually be doing more sort of true plyos on that day. But, but uh, we might, um, someone's ringing my phone, give me one second, I gotta tell them to ring me back. She's ringing me back in five minutes, I told her to ring me back. Um, where was I here? So yeah, so just going through that absolute speed day. So you would maybe do something like double contact or hurdle hurdle jumps. Um, double contact hurdle jumps with a, with a with a stick land, and then you might just do some double contact continuous hurdle jumps because again, it's only work capacity. It doesn't have to be like a true continuous plyometric. You could do that if you wanted. You could do double contact stick, double contact, or double contact continuous, or you could do double contact continuous, and then maybe one set of continuous. Um, and it could be hops instead of jumps, or you could just do jumps on both days. There is some coaches that make the argument that you know jumps are less demanding on the body than doing single leg stuff all the time. So you know, I've heard people saying that they, they'll try and do jumps as much as they can, do you know what I mean? Uh, and you know, so they'll, they'll kind of do jumps in the linear days and they'll do the hopping or single leg work more so in the multi-directional days but you know you'll get other people saying you know that it's very important to work single leg in any plane you know I know Mike Boyle's a big fan of doing single leg work not only for strength work but even power work so he's a big fan of doing hops and that stuff as well so uh, like even on day one on that acceleration day you could do something like you know uh, you could do like non-counter and counter movement jumps and hops in that day so you might end up doing the only thing is then you're kind of getting the volume up a little bit too much you know you might end up spending too much time doing this type of stuff don't forget that the focus or the emphasis on this block is work capacity it's not necessarily acceleration or absolute speed or multi-directional speed so you're just kind of keeping a tread of this stuff in here so don't worry about it too much um but i'm just saying you can do jumps or hops on either of those days or you can do both on the same day but just in this sample, let's just say day five, 
we'll just go with a linear hurdle jump double contact continuous um sorry double contact stick uh one set of 10 and then double contact continuous one set of 10 done then he goes into a um medicine ball throw variation could be just a uh could be a horizontal chest throw where he jumps forward and then when he lands when he lands from his jump he releases the ball so it's kind of he's getting an elastic component into the throw or he could do a, an overhead backward throw where he kind of jumps it's a double contact essentially into the throw so you're getting more of an elastic component into it or there's even ones where you kind of step off a low step and go into it now again this would be more so for athletes that are good at like and use your common sense you're not going to do that with beginners like so i'm just giving an example here like i kind of did in the last podcast where I was saying if someone needed to work on a bit of work capacity in block A and a bit of elastic rest stuff in block B, very rarely are, are a lot of you know coaches who do deal with special gated games are going to you know be working with athletes that need that type of stuff. But uh, but that's just an, an example of kind of you getting more elastic type qualities into a med ball throw. Then you might do absolute speed wall drills. Some people aren't fans of them. Some people do like them. Uh, they're more so just to help with things like heel recovery and stuff like that and then you might do some absolute speed runs uh, if it's a work capacity emphasis you're just going to keep the volume low said you might just do like you might even just do uh, 30 a set of one set of three 30 or 40 meter sprints or you might do flying 30s where you just do a set of three and get full recovery in there but again you just want to keep the volume generally of all this sort of you know the jumps the throws the speed work fairly low just keeping a thread of it in there because again the emphasis overall is work capacity but you have to remember too that you will build up your work capacity doing this stuff so it is contributing to your overall emphasis of work capacity you know if you were to put a heart rate monitor on you actually see that you're kind of keeping your heart rate in that sort of range that that, that develops aerobic capacity and general work capacity but in this actual template that uh, the, the template that i mentioned earlier on it was just two linear acceleration days to one multi-directional day it's kind of based off one of, one of alvin meals zero to ten templates so essentially actually day one with the with the with the with the explosive jumps and and hops was day one was a linear hurdle jump it was actually non-counter movement and it was actually just three sets of five of non-counter movement but you could go two sets of five non-counter movement and one set of five counter movement and then day five could be linear hurdle hops non-counter movement linear hurdle hops two sets of five a counter movement linear hurdle hops one set of five if you were just focused on zero to ten on both of those days i know i probably lost a lot of you right now because you can't really see this so i'm really i really try and get this in a pdf so you can follow along and then with the throws, actually with that, they were just basic non-counter, counter-movement throws, horizontal chest throw, and then underhand, uh, backwards throw, two sets of five for non-counter, one set of five for counter. And actually in this template here, I just have everything down as non-counter movement. But you could go non-counter and counter movement. Uh, and then we went into uh, wall drills and speed work. So that is essentially it with work capacity templates. Hope that made some sense. I'll try what I think I can load this up but I might have to load up as a separate post or something on the website I'll put them in PDF so you, you can actually just maybe watch it or download the PDF and then kind of watch along if you're listening to the podcast so hope that made some sense 42 minutes I'm going to stop here see you soon guys take care stay strong and I'll talk to you soon